0: Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett Longles again, producer
1: Alan. Hello, Alan. Alan is here. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, today's episode, basically what we're going to talk about is, you know, we've been getting some kind of messages on our Instagram, on our untapped sort of thing um, from kind of newer craft beer drinkers. Yeah. Um, kind of asking us about different aspects of the craft beer industry that they don't fully understand or about craft beers so um you know, we kind of wanted to do like a little education session for yeah. people. Sort of thing. And we, yeah.
1: we've talked about this before, right? Like <laughs> we've talked about beer education and that's why you can see by the title of this episode, it's more beer education. Yeah, And that's we want to kind of do this throughout, you know, the year and, and not just have like one full on series back to back to back. We want to sprinkle it in a little bit, right? Like, yeah. Go go a, bit a couple of here, adjuncts. A
2: there. Yeah. No. Education adjuncts. Is, right? adjuncts. That's what we we'll call so, it. There you go. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but uh, before we uh, do
1: dabble into a couple of
2: questions that, uh, people have had we are you know having said beverage we are because we yes. are the craft beer connoisseurs after all uh what so are we Kyle, having oh wow i was gonna lead you into, no, i guess no, you're segueing yeah, me and yeah, it there I'll you go get you, i'll get you <laughs> all right so uh obviously we just had our uh, main episode on great lakes we did and there was another beer that they provided an extra beer an extra one yes, yes. Thank, you, thank you thank you thank you troy beers <laughs> um so this one is just the premium locker all right. It, is. it nice. better be premium. Oh, it's like gas right now. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, fellas. Yeah,
1: cheers. Cheers. Gentlemen.
0: And we, we have already poured
2: it, so that's why you yes. didn't use yeah. the yeah. yeah. can open. Yeah. No, no, no crack You get that on the main episodes. These episodes, you don't get any cans opening. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so the first question that uh, has been posed to us is what is I, IBU and ABV? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So. IBU stands for International Bitterness Units. So, it is a scale to gauge the level of a bitter's bitterness. Just really <laughs> a, 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 bitters a bitter's bitterness, bitterness. <laughs> a bitters bitterness. Uh, measured in parts per million, right? Uh, of the this is going to be a big, big word for <laughs> there me. There you go. So, I don't know why I decided to do this, but isohumulone. There you go. Ah, wow. all right. Thank yeah. you. Great Thank you. My grade eight English teacher will be proud of me. Uh, from hops and the beer, and that is the aspect that gives the beer the bitterness taste. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. which beers have IBUs? Low, fan of high IBUs. Um, so if we think about back to previous episodes that we've had, there's been some beers that have been pretty high in the uh, bitterness category. Yeah. So for example, the one that kind of stands to me, because uh, I rated it a five, um, <laughs> was the jalapeno pineapple IPA from Black Gold. Yeah, I think it was 100, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like 100, 110. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure our producer will look it up eventually. But like that's the one that sticks up for me, right? Now, ABV...
1: Well before we before, Oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah before ahead. before you get there, there was this whole IBU craze. Yes. Who could out IBU the next company essentially? So there's this, okay, well, we'll go with a hundred, we'll go hundred and ten, 120, 150. Now that was probably about, oh, I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah. Maybe a little there. bit before twenty seventeen. Yeah, 2010,
0: like 2010, yeah. early twenty tens. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we see. We're Something going
1: like we're going back some time there. Now that's kind of subsided a little bit. And we see the shift from like high IBUs to just really focusing on um, the taste and quality of of a beer. Not to say that having high IBUs means that you're going to kind of depreciate that. However, if that's what your main focus is, then maybe you're not really, you know, kind of... um, I don't know, honing in on, on the craft of, of the beer itself.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so like with high IBU beers, you'll usually see it with a West Coast IPA. So that yes. kind of right. um battle that you're talking about, Tyler, that was really like when the West Coast IPAs were kind of gaining traction and they were just like, Let's make this so bitter that you won't be able
2: to taste anything
0: else for the next
2: two yes. days. <laughs> so like, no, I don't want that yeah. so, For people out there, um, beers that have low IBUs or even Zero IBUs. Does mm. anybody know what beers those would be? Huh? Huh? Huh?
0: Well, like uh, the lager that we're drinking right now has uh, lower IBUs. Um, did you have one in mind specifically? I was just
2: going to say a lot of sours. Yes, sours uh, would have. Uh, do have yeah. uh, zero binners. Or, you know, smoothie sours. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> those don't have any IBUs in them
1: at all. So to kind of go through like the IBU aspect of it, of high to low, low to high, um, it is kind of difficult to look back at some of the previous beers when you go low to high if you're sorting through untapped. Oh, because we, we did have a lot of beers that just don't, they don't put it in. It's not put in by the brewery, right? That's a good point. So it is kind of difficult to kind of go that way. But now in the inverse of that, we, we can search, you know, high to low. And so as Brett mentioned, uh, I believe, was it uh, Black Gold, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Pantless Pants of Petroleum. 103 yeah. IBUs. How
2: could I not even remember the name of that? I live with jalapeno pineapple, but yet, paintless and petroleum.
1: It's because you have an image stuck in your head. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes that is
2: correct. <laughs> but, Indeed.
1: But we do, we do have some other ones on there. And, and there's one that I want to actually kind of bring up that was 100 IBUs, which was a double IPA, which I had actually. It was Pestier Street Brewing Company. Um, and so, I, I had that one when I was in Ho Chi Minh. But, uh, again, that's, a, again, a 100 IBUs. So, I don't know if you guys have kind of searched through yours and see know uh, what you have in there. But, uh, generally, it seems to be around that 100 mark yeah um,
0: so, so one that i'm kind of thinking about is um from railway city is dead elephant um, oh, right. it's, it's a it's a west coast ipa ipa and i th- i think it has 80 ibus but there are some beers like the pantless and petrolia honestly it didn't taste like 103 ibus correct right. um where sometimes you get like an 80 or even like a 65 and feels a lot more bitter than that beer that we had
1: for sure
2: do you, do you want to move on
1: to the abv yes side?
2: i will so abv stands for alcohol by volume so it is the number of milliliters of ethyl alcohol present in each 100 milliliters of an alcoholic beverage when measured at 20 degrees
1: celsius hmm. there you go a lot of science
2: that is <laughs> Just so we're getting sure.
1: english and we're getting sense. we yeah. told you this is going to be some more beer education where so. is
2: geography no kidding uh so what, lately, in terms of our personal untaps, what have we had that's been high ABV? What have we had that's been low ABV?
1: Yeah, so I'll get that kicked off. Maybe the highest ABV that I've had is 11.9%. Again, this is probably you're going to have one of these a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might only be the only beer that you have that night. But this was the Blood Brothers Third Moon Um stout so it was oh an, yes the imperial stouts and the next kind of question is like high styles of um like beer right like what kind of styles of beer have high abv yeah um imperial stouts yeah completely known for that so yeah that uh, was, i was actually like,
2: had last evening had a beer that was 10.5 wow. percent, and it was one of them triple ipas mm-hmm. and i'll tell you right now it did not go down like a triple ipa Okay. Went down like a regular IPA, uh, but Wood Brothers out of Glen Robertson, which is just kind of on the Ontario Quebec border, I had their Tier Trois Un Boucher. Uh, yes, yeah, so now French too.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for recess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: but it was—I already did four point seven five, just because it was like Wood Brothers is producing some quality stuff out there, um, and yeah, like yeah. it was very very high. Chris, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so the highest ABV beer I've ever had on untapped is a uh a a double stout like you mentioned tyler uh Mm -hmm. it's called origin of darkness uh one of there, it's from collective arts they do a a different series a series of origin of darkness with different stuff in it so yeah like you mentioned the the double stouts will be high the pastry stouts and then um you know like a double or triple ipa will be high like a double ipa usually probably between seven and a half and like nine yeah mm-hmm. uh and then a triple even higher like we had the sparkle puff from um from flying, flying monkeys, monkeys on yeah. the podcast that was a 10 i think it's 10 at yeah, 10. Yeah. And so, point sorry
1: and what was the percentage of that one thing uh, 11.9. 11.9. Yeah.
2: yeah. You're, you're bordering on barley wine territory at
1: that point, aren't you?
0: Well, yeah. Remember <laughs> the cowbell barley wine that yeah, we had. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, see, and so that's that's one thing too is a lot of, uh, I've just kind of gone through some of my ratings and I've had a mix of, of low ratings for a higher ABVs. Um, and then I've, I've got ones that are up in the tens that are four and a half and, and four. So I think, again, it's how you present the beer and you don't want to have this ex- like excessively high ABV that when you- take that sip that it does just burn Um, you want to have a good flavorful beer that it can be high in abv but it's a very very delicate balance
0: that's right so sometimes you can have a high abv beer where you can't really taste that high alcohol content Mm -hmm. but sometimes you really can and sometimes you might have a lower abv beer that you do actually get more of that alcohol but again kind of like on the lower end will be your sours generally and then uh loggers will usually be like under five yeah. percent so yeah.
1: And, we, and we've seen that too i mean just because i don't like it doesn't mean that you won't like it and, right and your going can react different and i look back to the almanac the the belgian quad that we had from cowbell yeah um producer at the time didn't didn't mind it enjoyed it whereas you know i i give it a 1.75 so yeah it's it's how you kind of interpret it and,
2: and just i was just going through my entire just before we move on to the question number two i actually had a beer from forked river in February 2020, 11.1% ABV, 121 IBUs. Oh, wow. What was that one called? <laughs> Green Velveteen. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Uh, didn't get a high rating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Anyway. All right. So number two, uh, question that we kind of get frequently is the difference between a pale ale versus a Indian pale ale. Mm. So you know the pale ale type of beer, it's it's brewed with mostly pale malts, which makes sense. Yes, uh, which is kind of like an equal malt to hop ratio. Whereas like an IPA or an India Pale Ale um, is is a hoppy style of beer within the pale ale category. So we do see like pale ales, Indian pale ales, American pale ales. Um,
2: I think a- anywhere. A lot of- a lot of them.
1: Yeah, I think anywhere now. is like an Ontario Pale Ale. Yeah, Milkshake,
2: uh, you know, like milkshake IPAs. There's pretty much a lot of things is just branded as IPAs almost these days just yeah. because IPAs is so well known to the community. It's like when you see a new IPA come out, it's like, bam, I got to grab it. I got to grab it right away, right? Right. Yeah.
0: And I think really it's the distinguishing factor is just because you mentioned the pale ale has an equal malt to hop ratio. IPA is just going to have more hops than malt, right? Because you're going to get a lot of that hoppy flavor. And then also you'll... I, I would say for a New England IPA, you'll see it kind of probably similar color to a pale ale, but then like a West Coast IPA, you'll see it a lot darker usually yes, than have a, that a like pale uh, ale.
2: burnt orange,
0: yeah. if you will,
1: right? Right. Yeah, and on on, and on tap, there we go. Uh, there is several of variations of the ipa i think there's about 15 16 maybe even 17 of them right yeah uh imperial doubles uh new england's hazies internationals milkshakes and then the pale ale category as i mentioned before is america's got one australia's got one Belgium, english international the milkshake the new england canada Hazy, yeah Czech, the canuck different. pale ale that <laughs> we <know>. just had <laughs> so yeah and, that, yeah and that's the thing so there are a varying um different types but uh again looking at it it there can be a really good beer in each category right Uh, oh yeah it's not like i i enjoy india pale ales way more than i enjoy pale ales uh you can have really good ones and you can have really bad ones in both categories and um there's just a bit of a difference
0: yeah absolutely totally so uh kind of the final question that we wanted to touch on that we get a lot is you know when you're drinking your beer you might see those bubbles coming up through the through the beer glass so where do those bubbles come from so we're going to tell you so uh,
1: <laughs> Say, well, we'll, what and we'll leave it there thank yeah. you yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that unanswered <laughs>
0: um so basically in your glass there are nucleation points so these are etch etching marks or patterns on the bottom of your glass um, basically what they do is when you pour the beer into it those disturb the beer when it touches them and it gives uh the dis- a dissolved gas in the liquid something to latch onto and that forms bubbles Which produces a steady stream of bubbles rising from the base. So we saw that in the um, Imperial City glasses that Mm -hmm. we got. Right, Mm -hmm. Um, they put that
1: little crown at the bottom. I think,
0: yeah, it was their logo, right, uh, on the bottom. The crown logo at the
2: bottom. Nice to have those. That glass must be nice.
1: Anyway, <laughs> well, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. but so, so it's, it's kind of uh fitting, obviously, that you answer this question, Chris, because it relates to glassware. And yes. we say always use proper glassware as much as you possibly can. Yeah, um, this is another reason for that is uh, we've done an episode on proper glassware where you know it helps uh bring out the smells of the beer and the smelling of the beer, yeah, will relate to the the flavor of the beer. Actually, one of my friends uh was telling actually uh Fife and me this the other day is that he had a beer and it tasted fine right. but he couldn't get over the smell of it and so yes. it actually ruined the beer for him oh uh because he you smell first right and then you taste and yeah. um so with the nucleation points again it is fitting that the the proper glassware yeah helps kind of that whole process
0: and, and i will say you'll want to see these bubbles floating up to the top of the beer rather than attaching to the walls of the glass why would it go to the walls well so that's a very good question uh we're kind of giving a bonus answer here (laughs) uh so a lot of times what will happen is your glass won't be completely clean. There may be a little bit of dust on it. There may be, you know, if you towel dry your glass after you wash it, mm-hmm. there may be some lint on it. Right. And the bubbles will attach to that on the side of your glass. So, basically, when you're using your proper glassware and you're washing it, make sure to let it air dry so that mm-hmm. you don't get that bubble attaching to I it. I do
2: find uh, the bubbles attach a lot more when you run them through the dishwasher. Mm. Yeah. So I hand, depending, depending mine, so. on, you know, for sure. What, and uh,
1: and that's why you see it at, at bars too, where they have just like yes. the, the water, uh, the glass water, where you just put the glass on top of, I don't know the technical name of it, but the glass on <laughs> top the of the water, the, water the water squirter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why sometimes before I even just crack my beer, I just run it through, uh, you turn the tap on, yeah. run my glass through it, keep it cold, cold the glass, and then just get the water. Uh,
2: I don't want to on that actually when I was at uh job site, cause you know, I mentioned them pretty much almost every time, but, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, now when they pour the beer off tap they actually rinse the side of the glass before giving giving you the beer so they got a sink right there so they fill it up kind of tip it a little bit, rinse off the gl- side of glass, so then you get a nice,
1: clear, clean glass. Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. Very nice. That's All
0: right. good for the untapped pictures. The, yeah, <laughs> <you
1: know. laughs> so it's questions one, two, and three, and a bonus because we like you guys and you like us. So um, that's <laughs> We gonna, hope. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do hope. So we hope that we got a, a little bit more education on that. Absolutely. Uh, so that's going to be it for today's producer special. Uh, hopefully you learn again a thing or two or three plus bonus.
0: Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials.
2: And of course, if you guys have any other beer-related questions, send them our way. Please. All right? yeah. Yeah. But remember to
1: drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. So from all of us and producer Allen, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.